Hi, and welcome to another episode of Where the White Coats Come Off, a podcast for pre-PAs. We are Beth and Katie, founders of Pre-PA Clinic, and we are here to help you get accepted to PA school. We have years of experience actually working at PA schools, reviewing CASPA applications, choosing who to invite for an interview, interviewing and choosing who to accept. We have the inside scoop of what you need to do to have an outstanding PA school application so you can land interviews and get accepted. Before we dive into today's episode, make sure you go to the show notes and sign up for our free personal statement tutorial happening next week, February 7th at 6 p.m. Eastern. Your PA school personal statement must stand out for you to get those interview invites. So definitely make the time to sign up for this free live tutorial where we will cover what you should write about, ideas you may not have considered writing about, what to definitely not write about, and lots more. This is happening this upcoming Tuesday, February 7th at 6 p.m. Eastern, and you don't want to miss this huge opportunity to make your PA school application shine. We can't wait to see you there. Now on to today's episode. So today I want to talk about attrition in PA school. Now we know this is not a super fun topic. It's a very serious topic, but we just want to let you know the reality of PA school. The reality is not everybody makes it through, right? So programs have what we call our attrition rate. So what percentage of the students who started our program did not end up graduating? And this could be for many reasons. One, they could be perhaps dismissed from the program for either academic reasons or maybe professional reasons. Or two, they could electively withdraw for reasons of their own. And throughout my years in PA education, I have seen both of these, but I will say the more common one is people who are dismissed. We have had some students who withdraw for maybe medical reasons or for personal reasons, but the vast majority of students I've seen not make it through PA school are usually because they get dismissed for academic or professional reasons. So attrition rates are required by programs to publish on their website. So each PA program, not only do we have to publish our attrition rates, but we also have to report them to our crediting body because they're seen as one marker of program effectiveness. And so when it comes to attrition rate, let's say that you are planning on applying to PA school next cycle, you wanna know about the attrition rate of the program, you go online, you see it, well, what does that mean? Where is some context for this? Well, this study showed in 2018, the mean attrition rate for all programs was about 5.5%. So that's kind of the average, right? And so we say, okay, the average program has five and a half percent attrition rate. So if you're around that, then your program's probably good, right? But if you're at maybe something like 20% attrition rate, then you might want to rethink, well, why are so many students starting this program and not finishing this program? So again, it's not that you can't apply to those programs. It's just you need to figure out what is right for you. If you start a PA program, it is a big financial investment. It's a big time investment. I mean, it's investment just to apply, right? It can cost thousands of dollars depending on how many schools and how many flights you have to take and interviews, etc. So it is a it is a big big commitment and so you want to make sure you at least know what your attrition rate is for your program so if it's too high let's say they have like 20 25 percent attrition rate then again you need to figure out is it because the program isn't effective maybe their admission process isn't good enough they're not accepting the correct students for their program maybe there's some other issue going on right and, and our crediting body hasn't really like come out and said like this is the acceptable number or acceptable percent of attrition. And so it's really hard to kind of gauge that. So again, I always go back to the average. If the average is about five and a half percent, then consider that. Now in your smaller programs, sometimes because they're smaller, this is really gonna skew the average. So for example, if a, if a program only takes 15 students, right? If even one of them drops out for whatever reason, their attrition rate is gonna be high, right? I mean, with just one student out of 15 dropping out, that's what, like around a six, 7% attrition. And then if a program has, for example, 100 students, they could lose 
six or seven students and still have the same attrition rate. So you have to realize that the smaller programs, one student either being dismissed or one student voluntary withdrawing is going to have a huge, huge impact on their attrition rates because they have a smaller number of students in their cohort. So one of the questions we get a lot during interviews is like, what kind of student support you have? And I think that's a really important question. So do you have a library? Do you have medical resources? Do you have mental health counseling? Do you have quiet spaces to study? Do you have areas where students can practice? Maybe if you have an anatomy lab, how often are they able to go in there? Is it 24-7? Or if you have an anatomy table, when can we use it, right? So you want to make sure that whatever program you apply to has enough support for you. Now, students require a different degree of support. Some students really like to be supported, and some students are more kind of study on my own, I can do it on my own type thing, and don't really take advantage of the support. So you have to figure out what type of student you are, and then make sure you figure out, like, hey, if this program has a big attrition rate, is it because they don't have as much support? Or is it for maybe because they're mission practices, right? Maybe they're a newer program and they are not accepting the right students for themselves. Maybe they need to change an admission. And as programs, we do the same thing. If our attrition rate gets too high, we figure out, okay, hey, is it a mission thing? Do we need to change our admission policies, our prereq stuff? Or do we need to maybe offer more support in other areas? And so it's really, really important that you figure out what type of student you are, what kind of support you need, and then always just ask about what support they give or at least have available for students to use. So in a lot of PA programs, for example, you're assigned an advisor or a faculty mentor. They call them different things, right? That's kind of one person in the faculty you can go to that kind of knows you, knows your story, if you're having any questions, that kind of advocates for you. And so that can be really nice. And some students want to meet with their faculty mentor all the time, and some only go to the required meetings, right? If you have to meet once a semester, you meet for five minutes, hey, I'm doing fine. And again, there's nothing wrong with either one. You just have to figure out what type of student you are, and if you need that support, then they have that support. Uh, if you like to have, for example, books or a library, right? Do they have a medical library or do you have to buy your books on your own? What kind of journals do they subscribe to if you want that kind of support? Some students really like to dive in deep to medical literature and medical journals and have examples. Well, other ones really would just prefer using the one textbook and looking at the PowerPoint slides and doing it that way. So check out the attrition rates of your school because if you get accepted to PA school, that's usually your chance, right? That's usually your chance to become a PA. And so you wanna make sure that you're applying to a school that you are going to be able to finish because it is heartbreaking, both for the student and for the faculty when students have to get dismissed or even if they voluntarily withdraw. Once we accept you into our program, you become like part of our family, right? We really, really want you to succeed and we'll do everything we can to help you succeed. But we also realize the reality of it is that some people don't finish the program. And we do have a minimum set of standards you need to meet because you will be taking care of patients, right? We want to make sure we don't compromise patient safety. That's a huge thing as PAs. And so we need you to meet a minimum criteria of knowledge and clinical skills in order to graduate from our programs. So if you've ever heard of attrition or if you've ever wondered about it, I hope this episode really helped you figure out how to understand attrition rates. And when you're researching PA programs, how that figures into your choices of which programs to attend. We hope this episode helps and don't forget to jump over to the show notes to take advantage of the awesome Pacers membership. You not only get weekly PA shadowing hours and a database of shadowing hour replays that you can add to CASPA, you also get coaching intensives with us to make you a stronger applicant and lots more. You can sign up in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening and we are so happy you are here and to help you get accepted to PA school. We will catch you at the next episode.